Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today welcome to AutoZone what are you working on today I gotta change the oil in my car right now get 5 quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99 what do I do with my old oil we can recycle your used oil for free and do you have oil for my old work truck you can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone Restrictions apply. I'm Amy, that's Lisa, and we're just two girls that want to have a conversation with you. Dear 16-year-old Andrea. Hey, gorgeous. Dear younger Lauren. Each episode is stories from people. I would deprive myself, weigh myself obsessively. Because I was eating healthy, I couldn't understand that I had a problem with food. Losing my period scared me the most. My story starts when I was around seven. That's when I started to hate my body. Body image is like our inner picture of our outer self. Healthy behaviors play a much bigger role in our health than the actual number on the scales. Internal dialogue can be so powerful and often it's super negative and critical in a way that we wouldn't talk to other people that we care about. When you start to share your story, that gives other people the courage to share theirs. I know you would be proud now of how far you have come in your relationship to food, exercise, and to yourself. I felt freedom. I've gained relationships. I've found my true sense of self-worth. There's one thing I need you to take away from this. You're going to be okay. Hey, Outway fam. Amy here, and I have Kat Defada next to me. She will be joining me for today's episode, which if you've ever tried a celebrity diet or heard celebrities talk about this or that, or shoot, you've even listened to my Four Things podcast from back in the day or heard me on the Bobby Bone show before talking about some crazy diet or plan that I was doing, sometimes people in the public eye have no idea the harm that they're doing. FYI, I don't consider myself to be a celebrity, especially to the caliber we're going to be discussing about today, like Beyonce, Reese Witherspoon, Jane Fonda. And now I'm not calling out these people like they have endorsed something or they're doing something wrong, but I think diet culture, magazine culture, online clickbait will be like, hey, guess what? 
Beyonce's doing the master cleanse. Do we have any idea if Beyonce's really doing it unless she posts about it on her Instagram? I don't know. I mean, that's where the facts are. You can maybe see people doing stuff online, but magazines and articles or news, they pick it all up wanting you to click on it and think, okay, if I just drink lemonade, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper for 14 days, I'm going to look like Beyonce. Mm -hmm. So Kat and I are going to break down some of what we have to deal with as everyday humans trucking along, like driving in our car, listening to the Bobby Bone Show and hearing some offbeat diet advice because I take full responsibility for being a catalyst for that. I was at one point point in time. I mean, people would write into my four things podcast and say, Hey, you know, love you. So sorry, but I had to stop listening because I'm being triggered by certain things. Can I say something that I remembered? Yes. I remember listening and there was always talk about, Oh my gosh, I did this. This is just coming back to me. There's always talk about some green, a juice. Glowing green smoothie. Yes. I mem- I made it. One- it was disgusting. I didn't drink oh, it. Oh, no. I, I actually really I didn't like it. it. I did not like the flavor of it. But mm-hmm. I remember, I mean, that probably was like four or five years ago. For ye- Oh, for or years. No. Okay. Yes. That was like it, your thing. It had fallen. I you started- influenced me. Yes. I influenced a lot of people. Yeah. And I was very adamant that you had to have hot lemon water every morning, a green smoothie for breakfast, maybe even for lunch, and then vegetables and maybe some quinoa for dinner or something. Mm -hmm. I adopted that for myself when I was trying to get pregnant. And it was a plan I went on. Someone I had talked to, actually a girl I went to church with in North Carolina, she had trouble getting pregnant. So she was trying this meal plan. So I bought the book, did the thing. I got certain results. And then I it became an obsession to where I traveled with lemons everywhere I went. I, to Haiti. I went to other countries with lemons in my bag because I needed hot lemon water every day or I thought I'm failing at the plan. And I mean, I would deviate here and there, but I would try to set my morning up just right. Like as long as I did the hot lemon water. I mean, I shipped green smoothies to Haiti in my, I mean, I brought it myself. I didn't ship it ahead of time, but I would freeze them, wrap them up real good, put them in my luggage that I would check and then just cross my fingers and hope that they didn't explode on the plane. And I would call that extreme behavior. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I influenced friends that would be with me, my, you know, family. That was a thing that I definitely yeah. screamed from the rooftops. And I would like to just apologize because I think you have some kind of platform and you're trying something that you think is like the thing at the moment. And I would do all kinds of different things. But I actually thought in that time I was super healthy. Well, and the other thing is maybe regardless of all of your disordered eating, maybe that worked for you. That doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else. And I think that's the issue. And some of what we're going to talk about today is like maybe that plan was working for your friend. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work. for Right. I never got pregnant, by the way. In case you're like, oh, I'm trying to get pregnant. What is it? I want to try it. And I just have to be more aware and more conscious about how I speak. I'm still not perfect. Kat is an expert. Lisa, my co-host for Outweigh, as a registered dietitian, she has made it her passion to redefine what it looks like Mm -hmm. to be in that space. Again, we talk about all the different people online that are part of this movement. And once you are aware of it, you start to see it everywhere. And it just makes you smile real big. Like, oh, we're not alone. Mm -hmm. Bobby keeps telling me I'm 
woke now, <laughs> but it, uh, <laughs> certain things on the Bobby Bone Show. So what I want to bring up now is absurd celebrity diets. And this is something that we mentioned on the Bobby Bone Show. And I immediately pulled it and thought, I want to talk about this on Outweigh, not what they're doing and what the diets are. Because again, that's not what this podcast is for. We're not here to give you tips and tools to, for you to continue on with any sort of patterns. But I just feel like it's clickbait to where sometimes even on the show, we know that's going to be what's interesting for people to hear in their cars that, yeah, oh, Reese Witherspoon did a 14-day baby food diet or something like that. Snooki had some cookies, cookie diet. <laughs> Taylor Swift was drinking like chia seeds soaked in water. Again, I'm not giving like all the full details, but like these little things that you see somebody else doing and you think that for whatever reason, if you're trying to latch on to something they have or a body part that you want, mm -hmm. you think by doing this one thing, mm -hmm. you're suddenly going to get it, which I can guarantee you, even though I was doing the lemon and the smoothies and eating pretty light. I still had days where I, my body was starving. So naturally I binged even before my eating disorder came back, like full blown purging behavior. That was only after the death of my mom in 2014. So I would say for four years from 2010 to 2014, I just had binges, yeah. but I didn't ever feel the need to get rid of anything. My body was so hungry and I'd be like, why can't I stop eating? And I was like, your body, body is smart. Yeah. That's why. And it wanted food. Yeah. So. I think that those, though, to speak on that is one of the reasons that they're so, like, you use the word clickbait, is because extreme behaviors and extreme results, that's what draws people to things. That's, like, sexy. Extreme anything. That's what we want as a culture. I haven't heard about the baby food diet. But, like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's crazy. Let me I, see if I can look into that. What's that going to do for me? Yeah. I think it's just the idea of blending everything up. Not that oh, okay. she was getting, like, okay, Gerber. <laughs> Gerber baby food, but so you're getting everything. And actually the plan that I followed for a while, she would talk about just for simpler digestion, you blend everything. So it's just, you're getting the nutrients, mm -hmm. but it's already broken down for you and your body's having to not do a bunch of work and it moves through. The other thing I want to point out when it comes to celebrities, any kind of celebrity is that that's their job, especially for athletes. You know, people look at a lot of athletes and like, what are, what are they eating? What is, I don't know, like sports people, but like they're Peyton Man. Who's married to Giselle? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh my gosh. No, no. I'm so glad you're saying okay. this. I. No, before, you did not. Before. <laughs> yes. Before <laughs> I was awakened. Before you're woke. <laughs> yes. Tom Brady was talking about how he didn't consume nightshades because of inflammation. Which, what is nightshades? People might not know. Well, uh, bell peppers, tomatoes, mushrooms, because again, he's a professional athlete and his job is to perform as one of the top quarterbacks of all time. So I'm sure, yes, for his job, he tries out different things to keep inflammation down. But then I thought, well, if Tom Brady's doing it, don't even ask me. Then Amy I Brown should be doing it. <laughs> I thought for whatever reason, I needed to eliminate nightshades. And I did for quite some time. And I like salsa. I love salsa. And I remember one time mm -hmm. putting salsa on something and I thought, Tom Brady would never do this. And I don't even 
no. It's because I read an article. That Kat, proves my point, what I was yes, just making. Because Kat and I did not discuss this beforehand, ex- where we were going to go. Yeah. So that is hilarious. Yes, it is. That's his job is to be a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And so the workouts he's doing and the foods he's eating, those are designed by people that he works very closely with. Not to say it's good for him or bad for him. I don't know if that diet is long-term or if he has his own stuff. I don't know that. But the point is we shouldn't be looking for people who are trying to change their body for a movie role or trying to get into the 2024 Olympics. We shouldn't be looking at... Don't even get me started on the movie role thing because speaking of the Bobby Bone Show, Eddie... Our pr- video mm-hmm. producer, he just read Matthew McConaughey's book, yes. Greenlight. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of reading that. It's okay. very good. I just started the audio version. Mm-hmm. Are you audio or reading? Audio, because okay. I like his voice. Yeah. He's really good at it. So the book I'm currently like reading with my eyeballs is Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which makes me think of mm-hmm. Kat, because Kat's a therapist, mm-hmm. and that book is written by a therapist, so I will recommend that one here to y'all. It's mm-hmm. so good. But I did just start the audio Matthew McConaughey book because Eddie read it and mm-hmm. said it was so good. And then he, in the book, talked about the diet he went on for Dallas Buyers Club. And he had to lose 50 pounds or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How much? I'm not I to that know. part yet. But Eddie said he had two egg whites for breakfast, five ounces of fish for lunch with some vegetables, and then five ounces of fish with some vegetables for dinner. And that's it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club, it's about a person who ended up with HIV. And so Matthew McConaughey playing that character had to have his body get Looks to sick. that stage. Yeah. And so now Eddie, because he's reading that and he wants to trim up in the new year, has been on what he's calling the Matthew McConaughey, which that wasn't Matthew's intent of putting it in his book. But again, that was for his job. He was doing it for a role. And I just roll my eyes at Eddie every morning and laugh because it's not going to be sustainable and he's, his body needs carbs. And also he's not playing the role of a sick person on TV or a movie. Well, and that's not even to say, yeah, he's doing that for that role. And I even think that's sad that that's encouraged in some spaces because there's plenty of stories that I've read about whether they're athletes or actors that have had to be on certain diets and their bodies look certain ways for certain things. And then once they're not in that space anymore, they have a really hard time sitting and being with their body because it doesn't look that way anymore because they've developed. That's the whole point of diets. They help us develop disordered eating, which turns into eating disorders. So uh, even though Matthew McConaughey did that for a movie and that was his job, I don't as a therapist works with this. Don't want to be like, that's okay that he did that for that reason, because that could have really hurt him as well. I'm not to that part of the book yet. Either. Okay. So I don't know how it affected him. But there are plenty of people that has, and there's plenty of like gymnasts and, and ice skaters specifically who had to look a certain way for their sport and how to do extreme behaviors for their sport and might have even promoted them while they are doing them. And then now that they aren't in that space anymore, it's been really hard on them to sit in what is their actual normal set point for their body. Right. And then that trickles down to us, us because then we try the extreme thing Mm-hmm. then we go back to whatever mm-hmm. or our body shifts into whatever season of life and then we have trouble sitting with ourselves mm-hmm. and it's a domino effect mm-hmm. and I also another book speaking of books that celebrities have written I ordered Jane Fonda's book the one from a while ago like 2006 called My Life So Far because I saw an article somewhere mm-hmm. that she discussed openly her eating disorder 
And I thought, how in the world did I not know that Jane Fonda had an eating disorder? And why it was interesting to me is because as a kid, I have vivid memories of my mom doing Jane Fonda workouts in our living room. We had forest green carpet, forest green wallpaper, and apparently in the 80s, forest green countertops. Like <laughs> forest green was really it was in. in. And my parents loved it. But that's my that's where my brain goes is my mom like on our forest green carpet in front of the TV doing and scissor two, three, four, <laughs> five, sit and pull weeds two, three, four. And Jane Fonda right there on the TV just looking so cute in her leotard and her leggings and her little, what are those things called? Leg, Leg warmers. warmers. And I just thought she was the coolest. And so when I would join my mom, it was about a 30 minute workout. And my sister and I, that's a memory that we have. So that's probably why the Jane Fonda thing stood out to me. But again, I just saw her as this, when I was a kid, this beautiful actress Mm -hmm. with workout tapes and my mom doing them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share little just parts from the book that I think will give you a picture of what we're talking about without you having to like read this whole chapter. So she starts off by saying, my feelings of imperfection centered on my body. It became my personal Armageddon. She had, Kat, by the way, just to update you, she lost her mom to suicide and she had several stepmoms that had eating disorders and they were just in her life and her dad played a role too. So then she goes into that. My father was implicated as well. Dad had an obsession with women being thin. The Fonda cousins have told me that this was true of all the men in the family going back generations. On his deathbed, Doe Fonda asked his daughter, Cindy, have you lost weight yet? She wasn't fat, in parentheses, she put. Eating disorders abound in Fonda women, and at least two of dad's five wives suffered from bulimia. Once I hit adolescence, the only time my father ever referred to how I looked was when he thought I was too fat. Then it was always his wife who would be sent to let me know he was displeased, that he wanted me to wear a different, less revealing bathing suit, a looser belt, or a longer dress. The truth is I was never fat, but that wasn't what mattered. For a girl trying to please others, what mattered was how I saw myself, how I'd learned to see myself through others' judgmental, objectifying eyes. And then there's an asterisk here at the bottom of the chapter where she said, I don't mean to suggest that all girls who strive for perfection and feel inadequate end up with an eating disorder, but too many do. Every decade, 5.6% of people, again, these statistics are from several years ago, but she said every decade, 5.6% of people with anorexia and bulimia die, which is about 12 times higher than the annual death rate due to all causes of death among females ages 15 to 24 in the general population. So I have goosebumps even while I read it because I thought Jane Fonda loved herself and she, how could she not? She's so confident. She, yes, there she is. And- yeah. And as you read more, again, that's just parts from one page, but you see into her insecurities and how she didn't feel that way. And I mean, fortunately, something in her father's family was passed down to him, which was then passed down to her. And there's a lot of different factors that probably make us why we are the way we are about our insecurities or our bodies, but to have that right into your own home. And then, you know, she went and projected it onto everybody else with her workout videos. And meanwhile, she was miserable. That was a season of her life where she wasn't even in tune with what was going on. And now she calls herself where she is in life now, her third act. 
And now she's learned to accept her body and where she is. So I just think our conversation is, why wait till your third act Mm -hmm. in life? I'm in probably my second act right now. I think that's like an act I'm in. (laughs) I think, how old are you? 31? I think the second act. Okay. I think, I don't know how they define it. Maybe 25, 50, 75 or something. Well, I'm just making that up. (laughs) But I just, I like thinking of it in that way and why put it off? And why do we? Yeah. Why, why, do we why does it take us so long, Kat? Like, what do you think takes so long for it to seep in? Even when we see celebrities, maybe we'll stop following the latest clickbait because eventually that celebrity is going to write a memoir. About it. At, mm-hmm. In their third act. And they're going to be like, I can't believe I wasted so many years worried about being thin. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.
Well, you know, I was, as you were reading that, I was thinking that with any of these diets, and I don't know how eloquent I'm going to be able to say this, but with any of these diets and with her and her workout videos and all that stuff, we're sending out the message that if you look like this or you do this stuff and you get this body and you do this extreme diet, that you will be happy and you will love yourself more. And even for the people that are in the spotlight, the Beyonce's, the all of those kind of people that like they are, their bodies are part of their brand. They don't need to look like that. There's no reason that that should be the goal of your brand is going to be having this like body that everybody idealizes. And I think that's one of the issues is nobody, nobody, no matter who you are, should have to do a workout that you don't like or follow a meal plan that makes you have to shrink your life in general to look a certain way. But we send the message that our bodies and what they look like are more important than how we feel on the inside. Right. And I think that's overarching. That's why it's so attractive because those diets and those workouts point us to what the world says will give us happiness and freedom from our insecurities when really they just make them deeper. But we have to first get rid of the message that having a certain body and looking a certain way is that important. That is everywhere in our culture. It's everywhere. It makes me think of, I love that we're talking about celebrities' books, Jessica Simpson's open book. Oh my gosh. Did I tell you to read that one? No. I don't think so. It is so good. Was obsessed. Did you know they're turning it into an Amazon show? Yes. Yeah. And they're turning, uh, maybe you should talk to somebody into a show too. I was thinking that it would be a great movie, but they're going to do a show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. So I listened to Jessica Simpson's book a couple months ago when I was like redoing my house. It's what I would listen to. And I've had so many clients read it too because I grew up with Jessica Simpson and I never imagined, but I remember um, when she talked about that picture, the mom jeans, I remember when that happened. Me too. And I'm sure on the Bobby Bone show, I probably reported on it. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, why is that a big deal? Right. Why is Mm -hmm. the fact that Jessica Simpson looks like she's gained weight a big deal? Also, she didn't gain weight. Like she just, that was an angle of a picture. But why does it matter anyway? Like that, like we have to pay attention to what we are allowing to fill up our brains because I don't care if Jessica Simpson gained 15 pounds. But yet there is something when media and clickbait does make it a thing, then it's like, oh, it's like gossip that gives us something to talk about. If Jessica Simpson gained 10 pounds and I feel better about myself. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Of if I see that, okay, then I don't feel so bad Mm -hmm. looking the way I look when like, that's just, that's a humanity problem of why are we looking to put people down in certain ways so we can feel better? Why can't we just lift ourselves up and they can be a separate thing? And, you know, also mentioned in Jessica's book is the time that her record label told her when she signed and she was a teenager. Not, I mean, who cares what her body looked like anyways, but there's no way she needed to lose 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. And they told her, okay, yeah, beautiful voice great face, lose 15 pounds mm-hmm. and you got a deal or whatever kind. Of, I mean, yes. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. I mean, to hear that. And what and then, she would have to do mm-hmm. because not all of our bodies are created. This is another very important point, but not all of our bodies are created to be at the size that they wanted her to be at. She had to literally develop an eating disorder to get to that point. And when it comes to all of these things that all of these people are promoting, I could do everything that Jane Fonda did. Every workout, I would follow her meal plan exactly, and it does not mean that I would look the same way as her. I could follow whatever Beyonce does. I could 
Stanton. Oh, I have I also on this absurd celebrity yeah. diets list, there's like what Miranda Kerr did, which is a Victoria's Secret model. And I think aren't models like more rare than pro athletes or like NFL well, players or something? I mean, I guess- Their it, bodies are programmed and wired differently. I totally. think that this could be, this also could not be true. This is just something that I read somewhere that Gigi Hadid has some kind of thing where she's not allowed, like her body will not gain weight. That's a thing where you can't put on weight. And so why are we why are we aiming to have the body of somebody who her body doesn't allow her to do that? My body does. And so I think all of that to say, I could do everything that Gigi Hadid does, I could do everything that Giselle does, and it does not mean that my body would look like theirs because my body is programmed differently. Totally. Genetically, it's, it's just, just different. different. And I, even, I work in the fitness industry in Nashville, and I could take just as many cycling classes as the instructor next to me and eat everything she does, and my body will never look like hers. And it doesn't mean that I'm out of shape. It doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't mean that I'm anything less than her. It just means we have different bodies. Right. And I got to give Kat a shout out because she had tryouts last weekend. <laughs> tryouts. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. You well, were... they call it auditions, oh. but I think tryouts <laughs> brings me back to like high school soccer. <laughs> so she had auditions to become a, well, for this uh, new, a, a new, new spin cycle place here in Nashville. And I want her to tell y'all where in a second, because she posted a clip on Instagram of one of her old cycle classes of her on the bike, motivating you through class. And it was so <laughs> inspirational. I thought I was proud of you. I was like, get it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was just sitting in my and now kitchen you're gonna come to a class. watching it. I don't, I, I'm not the biggest spin person, but I am going to go take your class, class to support you yeah. and feel motivated. I already told her though, when she tells me to turn the knob up to heavy, <laughs> I'm going like, to fake no. it. I'm going to just so that the class things I'm doing, I'm going to pretend turn yeah. the knob and I'm just going to keep writing. But if people are in Nashville, yeah. where are you going to yeah. be teaching? So if you're in Nashville, there is a studio called Full Ride Cycling. It's in the 12 South neighborhood. It's on 10th. And it's amazing. The instructors are amazing. The, Obviously. The, the, All the, the new instructors are going to be great. Yeah. There's three new instructors. And I think in the first week of February, I'll start. Okay. But it is just a place where you can go and it doesn't matter what you look like. You know what? I'm glad you even said that. I'm going to fake turn my knob because a cycling class is something that should be self-driven. Like if you want to add resistance, you do it. If you don't want to ignore what I'm saying, ignore what I'm saying listen to your body, you know it better than me. But this place is one of the places that has helped me survive the last year just because of how loving they are and they want to know you and they want to know your story. And they so want like you- no matter where you live, make sure you find a healthy place yes, to work out. Yes, there are places That's like, like that. It's like a mind, body, spirit. Like yeah. mentally, it's not going to mess with you. Yes, yeah. Because I've definitely been at gyms where mentally it just threw me. When I was 22, 23, like right out of college, joined a gym in Austin. And I remember one of the trainers there, I went to this one meeting trying to learn more about nutrition. I didn't know much at all. And I said that I ate cereal for breakfast. And she looked and said, you, you eat cereal? Like in period ever. I know, but then I eventually turned into that person too. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. Now I'm back to where if I want to eat a bowl of cereal in the morning, I can. It impacted me for a long, long Mm -hmm. time. And I would be in spin class with like super competitive people. And I thought that's probably where I developed my dislike for spin. Yeah. Because I, I think originally 
I, I didn't always dislike it as much, but so maybe I'll enjoy yeah. your class. But just keep that in mind, like what Kat's saying is if you're looking for a place to work out, I know a lot of you may not be in Nashville, but don't yeah. go to some place just because you... Just because they pr- they have on their media and their promotions bodies that you want to have. That's not what you should look like when you're going to find somewhere to move your body. It should be, okay, where do I feel safe? Where do I feel supported? Where do I feel like I can show up no matter if I'm having a good body image day or a bad body image day or a neutral body image day? I think that, I mean, I had to reform my whole view on movement through my recovery. And that's one of the things that I help a lot of my clients do because it's so intertwined. I was a huge runner. That was part of my eating disorder. So I had to take a break from running and then figure out how to love it again in a different way. And I think one of the things that you said is the competitiveness. There's a lot of studios that's like, this person can do this many pull-ups. Like you have to do this. Like It's all competitions or this person got this many points in this race or this person ran. And it's like, no, like you judge you based on you. How did you do? How do you feel? Do you feel like you listened to yourself? Do you feel like you got what you needed? Sometimes what I need is just to hear the instructor say kind things to me. <laughs> like it doesn't have anything to do with burning calories. And then well, say the place one more time. Full ride cycling. Full ride cycling. Okay. Just in case people want to try it and, out. And they and, are in Nashville. Yes. What? Well, I was going to say some of the diets. I know we were talking about celebrity diets, but the celebrity workouts, like who's, who's trainer, I need to go do whatever they're doing. It's the same thing of like, they might be doing this extreme training program because of what their brand is or because of what they're working on professionally or because they're professional athletes you do not need to do like I don't know sports so I can't call out any professional athletes (laughs) you don't need to do this person who's in the NBA's workout like there's no need for that and so yeah just on the topic of working out two a days no there's no (laughs) reason that you or I would need a two a day we need like a half of a day, mm-hmm. like half of one workout. Oh, but like, at that gym, the same one where I was at at 22, 23, oh, I, pff, most people there were there morning and night. Yeah. And it yeah. was just part of the, it was like a triathlon type gym. And it was the only way you could really get your training in, honestly. So, okay, that's going to uh, put a wrap on this chat, but just know where to look when it comes to you and and if you need to seek professional help, then maybe you do need to meet with a dietitian or someone that can help walk you through that. Someone that specializes in disordered eating and eating disorders, because the last thing you want to do is find someone that doesn't and then it perpetuates the problem. I've learned that there's a big difference. Uh, There's like a line in the sand of like people that are are woke and then not woke. And I will say, can I add that like, even if you're somebody who's like, oh, this is hitting something in me, I need to go figure out what my stuff is and I want to talk to a professional, it is important to find somebody who specializes in eating disorders and disordered eating, whether it's a dietitian or a therapist, because there are a lot of, in quotes, healthy behaviors that some people will promote as even a professional unknowingly, not even trying to cause harm, like you're saying. And like a lot of people would promote exercise as a form of like self-care or taking care of your health in general. And if you don't know the back ends of disordered eating and how eating disorders work and how they're all intertwined, you can have somebody cheerlead you on something that's not great. Right. And then you can be like, well, my therapist told me to. And you use it yeah. as, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I get worried about of, you know, that it, when we share articles like this, just flippantly on the show. And I know I need to relax because yeah. we are, we're doing yeah. a show. Bobby's doing a show. He's not, he's like, this isn't my thing. I'm not on that way. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> 
But I just know that it's my job to at least say real quick, like before he ends the segment, like a trigger I'm just, warning. I just say yeah. that simply. I think that's what I did. I just thought I just yeah. want to make sure we don't trigger anybody. Yeah. And then Bobby made a point of like, well, but there are healthy people that could handle whatever it is that he said. I don't even know if it was this article. It might have been something else that I said that about. Actually, it wasn't the celebrity one. Now I'm rambling. But you get my point <laughs> yeah. is that like there's some people that whatever Bobby said, they literally might be able to handle it because they don't have disordered patterns. Mm -hmm. So that information they might receive like the whatever the logical things in it are, but someone that's unhealthy like me, if I was a listener, I would have used it as like, oh, now I have a reason and an excuse to continue Mm -hmm. because all these people do that and look at them. Yeah. Okay. So that is a wrap on today's episode. We hope y'all are having a great Saturday. Kat is the host of her very own podcast called You Need Therapy, which you should definitely check out. And uh, we will be back next Saturday with another episode. It'll be me and Lisa. And then I think we have a guest named Gabby who's doing amazing things for people online to help heal their food and body issues and not pass it down to the next generation, which is, ugh, I was trying on dresses with a friend the other day. And she said, oh, I don't like my arms in this dress. And then she stopped herself and she said, honestly, I don't even think there's anything wrong with my arms. I just grew up hearing my mom talk badly about her arms all the time that now I just That's what obsess Jane about my arms. About. But the same yeah. thing is with me, mm-hmm. my grandma, my mom, me. I even said something to Stashira, my daughter, who's 13, adopted genetically she's Haitian. I'm American, very different. And she's like felt my arm or felt something. And she's, she's a kid and she's just like, Oh mom, soft or whatever. And I said, well, it's okay. You're, you won't have this problem. And then, uh, I know you were like, I want to take those words. I know. I know. And then I think my friend Mary was on FaceTime at the time and she said, it's not a problem. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad Mary said that right away. Cause I was able to redirect and say, you're right. It's not a problem. But we do have different arms. And, and that's okay. But, but it's unlearning. And like I said, I'm here to admit my faults and that I'm on this journey too. I'm never preaching at you at all. I'm just trying to make sure nobody feels alone in this crazy space. You feel lonely because not a lot of people are talking about how they feel really about their bodies and what they're thinking in private. And for me, the arm thing was uh, that's something that was from the generation before us Mm -hmm. and like we can change that so anyway all this to say next saturday will be a good chat about that thank you kat for joining and if you have anything you want to share with us you can email us hello at outway.com What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. 
<laughs> Ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.